Hey, this is Kova Soul. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about leadership, mental health, and character. But before I go any farther, are you willing to view me as a mirror? Are you willing and open to receive the gift that is me and be empowered and take action and step into your warrior? Because if you are, thank God. Because the universe needs you right now. Everybody needs you right now. And what I'm going to do today is I'm going to use myself, my story, my myth, my hero's journey for a higher purpose. And I'm going to reflect on an experience I've had, and I've talked about it many times in different episodes, but specifically around my experience with my community and what I went through when I was waking up. But really what I learned about this experience after studying Dr. David Hawkins and studying vibration in the different levels of consciousness is that I was experiencing extremely high levels of consciousness, which really are just very highly powerful states, such as joy and unconditional love and peace. And to some on the outside, that might, may have been concerning. And that was my experience a few years ago when I was in wilderness therapy. I had fasted on water for 36 days. And when I was doing that, not only was I dead set on healing my body so I could be of service to the world, but I also experienced those states in that experience as well, like peace and complete stillness and presence and just unconditional love for myself and acceptance and all of these amazing vibrational states which are really just emotions that Dr. David Hawkins teaches and talks about in almost all of his books and what's so interesting is I reflect on my experience this past summer after my twin flame and I separated was that I started going into these states very highly and they were going very high and very low very quickly and this actually happened to me many years ago after I got off of my fast after being in such high vibrational states I didn't know how to integrate them and at the time I was stuffing my face with food because I did not know how to manage my feelings I did not know how to feel my feelings I did not know how to handle what I was going through whatsoever I actually ended up asking for help and going to wilderness therapy and being in a safe container. And when I was there, I had a experience with a tester, someone who came in and basically told me what my diagnosis was. And I told her what my experience had been at that point. And there had been a whole bunch of things that I had access when I was in these higher states of consciousness that I was then coined with a label for. And then I was told I needed to go on medication because it didn't seem that I would get better without it. And at the time, I was very resistant to medication. I'd all been studying and been focusing on root-caused healthcare and under really, really understanding what's happening and why it's happening versus this system, the one that I was being subject to, was all about symptoms versus cause. And at first I said, no, I don't want to be on any medication. And then they said that I wouldn't get any better. And I was like, well, can I have a neurotransmitter test? Like, can I go do that? And they're like, no, we can't do that here. 
And I'm super frustrated because I know that you could do, man, I know you can do neurotransmitter tests. I've actually done one since. That's how I actually got off my medication, was actually looking at the root of what was going on. And by choosing to go on medication in that moment, what happened, and this is all in my reflection now, is what it did was it suppressed the emotions within my system that I really needed to let go of and learn how to manage within myself so I could truly integrate the gifts of the experience. And instead, they did it. They got repressed. And so when I got off my medication a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, however many long however long time ago, all of the emotions, all the sensitivity that the medication had been suppressing, all the gifts that I had was being completely suppressed by the emotion. And so when I had my first experience that triggered the shit out of me, separating from my twin, what it did was it surfaced all of these repressed emotions within me that were being held in my body. And thankfully, because I mastered and I continue to master the mechanism of letting go, I was able to consciously let go of those emotions and come into homeostasis on my own without using any type of medication. And now I'm experiencing my gifts. So as I was just doing a breathwork session, what's so wonderful about breathwork for me specifically as one of my gifts is I can see, I can see what I want. I visualize whether it be a tomorrow or five years from now. And I can also discern what it is that's true with me based off the vibration that I'm in. For example, when things are in love, I mean, that's a whole lot more truth than something that's in sadness, for example. And some of the inspirations that I've had over the last many, many years after going through that experience of wilderness therapy was my desire, this passion I have for building a new system. And I've studied the gene keys and my life's work is leadership and fixing systems and altruism, which really is generosity. But I've learned it's being generous to the right people at the right time. And oftentimes it's had to be to me. I need to be, I've needed to be selfish, but Thank God so that I could take care of myself so I could step up at the right time to be of service to the right people. And if you're here right now, you're one of those people. I'm being of service in alignment with my purpose right now as I'm on this call. That's why I ask you this question at the end of every session that I have, or at least I try my best to, because that is the premise of altruism is being of service in alignment with our purpose. But it's about being right now. And sometimes it is needing to nurture ourselves. Sometimes it is needing to go read a book. Sometimes it is needing to go study or do all these different things. And that's okay. These are things we need to do as we nurture ourselves. But when we are called to be of service and it's the right time and the right person and we have the energy and it's from this place of detachment of not trying to get anything but from the true place of our heart, that's where generosity comes from. And so as I've been contemplating this life work sphere, when I have those aspects, I mean, these are all things I already knew about myself, leadership, systems, but then adding in that key of generosity. And with my experience in the community this summer and my life in retrospect, as I reflect on it, I have continuously come into problems <laughs> with people who are in leadership positions and Oftentimes it's because they're leading in a way that is not for the highest best of everyone. It's selfish. 
and not the kind of selfish that is needed in those positions. When in leadership positions, it's not about you. It's about looking at everyone, the highest best of everyone, and forgoing your judgment, forgoing your ego, and taking accountability. And that's where the mental health aspect of atonement and making amends with ourselves and evaluating our character that like Marianne Williamson talks about. But really, honestly, I was inspired to do this from life book. And then Marianne Williamson has been talking about it on her podcast too. So it's totally intertwined. But when it comes to leadership, which by the way, we're all leaders. And what I'm doing here right now is I'm getting you to step up into leadership because that's true democracy. We need everyone to be a leader. We need everyone to be here and giving their gifts. We need everyone to be in alignment with their purpose right now, more than ever. But the thing is, we all have our wounds. We've all made our mistakes whether it be conscious or unconscious. We've all pushed stuff down. We've suppressed things. We've been in denial. We've projected. We've gotten angry. We've felt sad. We've gone into victim. All of these things are inherently human and that make us human. It's our job as leaders, as fellow human beings to step up and to look at ourselves with honesty and to listen to the feedback of others and take what we want and leave what we don't, but to listen and to have empathy for our and others struggle and to consider others just as much as we consider ourselves, and forgive and surrender fully into those feelings that Make us feel awful, that guilt, that shame, that sadness, that anger, whatever it is for you. Surrender into that fully. Let go. And don't try to change it. Sit in it. Feel it. Let go of judgment. And it will pass. But the purpose is not to make it pass, but to accept yourself where you are. Because this is how we create a system of love. By creating love within ourselves and accepting ourselves for who we truly are. How can you be of service in alignment with your purpose right now? What do you need to take accountability for? If you were to view your life, your relationships, your experiences as mirrors, what do you need to take accountability for? What are you pushing away? What are you pushing down? What are you feeling but not paying attention to? What are you taking medication for instead of actually doing the work and healing from the root? And what are your gifts? Why are you here? And how can you be of service in alignment with your purpose right now? We need you. Step up, leader. Step up, warrior of light. It's an honor to persevere. Because from that struggle that comes from truly atoning, That's where the flower of love comes from. 
And that's how we create a new system. It all starts within ourselves. Our system as a whole, whether it be the government basis, the community basis, whatever it is that you see around you, if it is not love, it is within you. And it is your job to atone that and take action in alignment with your purpose and focus on what is most essential in your leadership, in your mental and holistic health, and in your character. And with that, I'm going to finish off with my quote, like I do, to inspire you to live a life of greatness, to live your life full of adventure and trial and oh, aliveness. I want you to get into the arena. I want you to live your life. I want you to live your purpose while you're doing it. It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. Or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly who errs, who comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, their great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. In honor, reverence, and devotion to being of service in alignment with my purpose right now and empowering and inspiring the leadership in you. Have a good night.